Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, my community. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode here on GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. And with me today is KD Smith. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my girl. She is, um, she created Flawless Flavor LLC during the 2020 pandemic. She helped people She helps people who want to consume a low-sodium diet without compromising on flavor. Their seasonings and teas are handcrafted in small batches with top-quality ingredients. They are low-sodium, no preservatives, no fillers, and no MSG. She's always loved cooking and making her own spices and got tired of reading the labels in supermarkets and having to Google what an ingredient was. I'm sure we've all been there. Flawless Flavor has a simple mission to simplify everyday cooking for busy adults, ensure healthy seasonings are accessible to all, and to enhance the flavors you utilize in your home. And let me tell you what sets them apart. Flawless Flavor LLC products are not mass-produced and just sitting on shelves for months, waiting to be shipped out. They take pride in their products, and you can smell and taste the difference. Here at Flawless Flavor, they make healthy, taste good by bringing your classic flavors with a flawless twist. And without further ado, please welcome KD. Hey! Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So before we dive in, I'm going to give you two options, Katie. Are you ready? Yes. Do you want to do a rapid fire game or would you like to break the ice in the beginning? Mm, I'm a little spicy. Let's go rapid fire game. Okay, so we're going to do our rapid fire game at the end. So don't be thinking too hard about these questions because it is <laughs> rapid fire. So okay. let's d- dive into. The mission behind Flawless Flavor and the name, because I like the the F and the F with the L. (laughs) So um, what sparked you to get involved in this area? I know I covered a little bit in your bio, but there had to be an aha moment where you just said, enough is enough. It's time for me to step into my own build my own business and use my own my own flavors and spices but also help those people out there on the market who are just like me um i always been cooking and every time we have like uh for, i have a day with my girlfriends or family events i'm always the one having a list of things to cook and everybody was like oh you should cater you should sell plates and i used to always be like oh you know, no, because I was just scared of being an entrepreneur. It was like being scared of the unknown. And in 2020, with everything that was going on with the pandemic, I was actually working in child protective services and it started to um, affect my mental health. And I really felt like I wasn't appreciated. Um, And I was just talking to my husband one day and I was just like, babe, like, I love cooking. I went to school. I got my master's and I feel like not fulfilled, stuck. Like I loved helping the families, 
but I didn't like the politics that was going on behind the scenes. And I felt like it was affecting me as a mom and how I was interacting with my own kids because the stress, we started working from home. So it's like, now my home is not a safe haven anymore. It's like my home is work. Um, and then he was like, babe, you love cooking. Why don't you look into like the catering? And I just prayed to God. And I was like, God, send me a sign. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I know my long-term goal is a food truck, but I don't have the funds to open up a food truck right now. And like, I went to sleep. I woke up like in the middle of the night, woke my husband up. I'm going to start a seasoning business. And he just looked at me like, I was crazy. He was like, what? I was like, I just had a dream. Like God just told me like, you know how I create my own spices and stuff? I'm going to sell it to people. And he was like, okay, babe, we'll talk about it in the morning. And that was it. Wow. So it was like in that late night um, hour, it dropped into your sphere and you're like, aha. Uh-huh. So Katie, just quick question. Where are you originally from? I am originally from New York City, Southside Jamaica, Queens. Um, my family is Jamaican though. Ooh, okay. So we can we can definitely. Hey, my mom is West Indian, so she's from St. Vincent the Grenadines. Hey, big yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some good friends that live um, in Jamaica. So shout out to Shanique M J Davis and Elliston. They are amazing, and my cousin goes to UE there. So. I love the Jamaican vibes. And can nobody make beef patties like a Jamaican can? Period. Period. Or oxtails. Like, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is amazing. I would have never guessed that. But see, when you have conversations like this, you see how there is commonalities and interests. Even though you may be across the pond, across the world, you never know how somebody's story is going to resonate with yours. And you never know what you have in common unless you start that conversation. Absolutely. So when you think about being in business and being a woman, a small business owner, and then just being in the seasoning space, were there any roadblocks that um, you ran into at the beginning of the pandemic whenever you took your, whenever you tapped into the space because restaurants were closed and et cetera, but people were at home, but you know, some people were still ordering takeout. (laughs) Right. Um, I would say a roadblock that I ran into was a lot on the behind the scenes on my end in regards to um, product development, like getting the materials I need, um, understanding sizes, like, you know, a container may say it hold two ounces, but not taking into account the density of my seasoning. So it's a two ounce container, but it may only hold uh, half an ounce or an ounce of my seasoning. So that was a lot of trial and error and it was very frustrating. Um, but in regards to me starting my business, I think, you know, your friends and family are usually your first set of supporters to get you going. So everybody was so excited. You know, they know I love cooking. I always shared that on my personal Instagram. So it just seemed fitting. So my launch was very successful. I started off with just two flavors. Um, in the beginning, my wish list, which is a poultry seasoning, and wagwan, which is a Jamaican jerk. And I sold out within a couple days. So yeah, it was a good, it was a good launch. I feel my struggles is more on the back end, me understanding uh, the number side of things. My uh, expertise is like in writing and things like that. Like math ain't my thing. And I learned that real quick. (laughs) 
Oh, nice. And thank you for sharing those roadblocks because the reason why I asked that question, Katie, is because whenever someone goes into business, they think it's going to be all glamorous because they see what other successful entrepreneurs are doing, but they never take time to really go beyond the surface level with that individual individual to ask them, what were your, what were your pain points? What were your struggles? Where did you fail? How did you learn from that? And et cetera. And I think we need to be able to go down below the surface to really connect and understand where you were is not where you're going to end up or where you currently are now. And it's so important to just look at those things and see how far you've come and celebrate the small wins as well as the big wins. And you mentioned you started out with two seasonings. And now how many seasonings do you have in your line? Ooh, I think I have around 12 to 15. Yep. Okay. What are the top sellers? My top sellers are wishless poultry seasoning. Um, I call it a poultry seasoning, but you really can use it on anything. It's so good if you like like the herby, savory flavor. Um, Dallas Abordale, Spanish seasoning. That is delicious. Dallas Abordale and Wishlist pairs amazing together. Usually anytime I'm using Wishlist, I sprinkle a little Dallas Abordale. I compare that to a healthier and more flavorful Saison. You know, a lot of people use Saison just for color. So my Dallas Abordale is like Saison on steroids just without all the salt. Um, another top seller is Walgron, my Jamaican jerk seasoning. Um, official, my seafood seasoning and French quarter, my Cajun seasoning. Ooh, okay. And do you have any inspirations behind your seasoning names and what's in your seasonings? Um, my inspiration for my seasoning names, I just wanted it to be fun, not so boring. You know, at first, everybody was just like, you know, taken aback by like, wish list and I'm like yeah because every cook is gonna wish they had this postly season in their cabinet so I just wanted fun names something that um can stand out a bit against my competitors that I don't really see um in the food industry so I just sit down and be creative sometimes my friends help me think of names like Dallas Abordale that means give it flavor give it in Spanish and um a girl that I know she's Puerto Rican she helped me name um, that seasoning and wagwan is just like you know what's up in Jamaica. In Jamaica, so I just think about stuff like that. And French Quarter is such a historic um, spot in New Orleans, so that's how I named that. So I just think of things like that, you know, um, in regards to name and in regards to taste. My ingredients, you know, I feel like every seasoning have like a baseline of things that they put in it. And I just like to add my little razzle-dazzle to make it taste different, enhance the flavor. I just make the spirit guide me. I just usually make stuff up, write it down as I add stuff, cook with it, test it, and then I send stuff out to friends and family to give feedback before I sell it. Oh, that's nice. Shoot, I need to come on that list and be one of those <laughs> uh, friends and families sure. you send stuff out sure. to. I actually, I'm actually working it on... Um, a lemon pepper season that's going to be coming out and you get the first inside scoop of the name is going to be called main squeeze and it's going to be a no salt lemon pepper season and I could definitely send you some of that 
Ooh, that sounds so good because I seasoned up some chicken wings and I was going to put them in the air fry. Well, my husband is a chef by trade, but he has recently uh, pivoted and into a new career. So he's in the trucking. So now he's in my field because my field's logistics and supply chain. So it's interesting to see him pivot, but normally he is the primary cook in our household because I tell him I didn't go to culinary school, but you did. Um, and it's always cool to kind of play around with seasonings because I'm just, I'm going to be real with y'all. I am not the type of woman to get in the kitchen and whip something up. I'm the type of woman who I want my food to be done in 30 minutes or less, like a Rachel Ray meal. So I could work out in 30 minutes. I could listen to one of my podcast segments or whatever, but then I have a hard time like understanding like what goes on what so sometimes like you'll see me I'll use some Tony Saturies I'll use some lemon pepper I'll use some black pepper I'll use like whatever seasons in the cabinet and just kind of mix it up so there's no rhyme or reason so I would love if there was like a specific season use this on fish use this on this use that on that because it will be so much easier for people who are non-essential cooks but they want some food that tastes good and you don't always want to hit up that fast food line because you don't know how they're preparing your food you know it tastes good but over time eating all that junk is polluting your system absolutely and it's funny you say that we have some similarities I did not go to culinary school I learned by watching my grandmother and mother in the kitchen um and I've been cooking since about eight to nine years old um, my husband actually, actually went to culinary school and he's a chef by trade. Um, so we'd be having kitchen wars up in here, but, um, in regards to the stuff in the supermarket, it is a lot of preservatives and a lot of stuff hidden under big names. That's not really good for you. Moving forward. I did get some feedback, like I'm going to be changing the labels on my seasonings so I can include the best things to use the seasonings for. Like I have it listed on my website, but not every time somebody wants to go to my website to see. Um, But also a lot of my customers on my Instagram at flawless flavor underscore, I share 30 minute recipes or less on there. So girl, yes, I show the seasonings, what I use and things like that. And I also sell, I post some recipes on Instagram and I also sell some recipes on my website for like 99 cents or 199. Nice. I'm definitely going to have to check that out because, and I like that you say 30 minute, <laughs> 30 minute or less recipes. And I like that we have some more similarities there. So whenever um, you're in the kitchen, you're whipping stuff up. Do you just have those aha moments where other ideas come to you? And then second part of that question before you answer, are you going to create like a barbecue rub or anything like that? Because down here in Texas, we love some good old barbecue. Okay, so yes, when I'm in the kitchen, sometimes um, I'm making something or I get creative. Like the other day, I made cornbread for Easter. Um, I have like a sweet seasoning called the buns, which is a honey bun inspired seasoning. I mix that um, in it. And I was just like, let's just try it out. And the cornbread came out really good. Um, Or sometimes I'm cooking or I hear a song and something was spiking in my head. Like, hey, I should create this. Um, that's how I came up with main squeeze for lemon pepper. I heard in a rap song, something I was like, wait, that would be a dope name for my lemon pepper seasoning. Um, and in regards to a rub, yes, I do have a barbecue rub. It's called the cookout and it's a mesquite barbecue rub. Um, and I know Texas love y'all steaks and things like that. I also have a rub called Midwest is a coffee infused steak rub. 
oh, you have my mouth watering over here. <laughs> see, see, I wish you could just pack me up a meal, drop ship it to me so I can mm-hmm. taste it because that would have been awesome because we could have been doing the podcast. I could be tasting it and giving you feedback like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Right. <laughs> so Katie, since you've been in um, business since the start of the pandemic, and now here we are in 2022, um, what are some of the other feedbacks that you've gotten from your recipes, from your seasonings, and then just your overall approach? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, from my seasonings, most people can tell a difference just by opening a bottle and smelling it. Uh you know, a lot of seasonings, no shade to other businesses, because I know, you know, the big businesses that's in the supermarkets and things like that, it took years for them to get to where they were. And before I started my line, of course, I was using some of those brands. However, they're mass produced and could be sitting on the shelves for months before you get it in your home. My seasons are not like that. And, you know, everybody always acts like, oh, you know, what you want to be in a supermarket? Actually, I don't. I have no desire to be in a supermarket because there is no seasoning in the supermarket that doesn't have a preservative. That's a fun fact. The thing is, it's more maybe like they call it a natural preservative, but there's no way for your stuff to have the shelf life for years and months and months at a time without having some form of preservative. So anything you see in the supermarket, they usually say preservative free is usually a semi of a lie you know what I'm saying so um yeah I want to stay like this my goal is to eventually open a food truck where I can sell plates of food and my seasonings um right now I have a pre-order for my hot sauces um hold it up again um Katie and zoom in because I want to be able to really see it up close okay so that's your okay what what's the name of that hot sauce um, it's just a habanero garlic pepper sauce. Um, and this is a chipotle hot sauce. Nice. So can you use those um, on wings or what do you um, normally, anything goes for those? Anything goes. I made some chipotle wings. Um, I made some fried chicken. I put some, the habanero garlic on the side. I wanted a little spice. Um, so those are new products along with two other products that's going to be coming out. My garlic infused extra virgin olive oil. Ooh, that'll be good with some garlic bread. Yep. Um, this is a product of Italy. So of course I can't make the oils due to some food regulations. That's a private label item and it is a product of Italy. Um, so, you know, it's the best quality because that's important. I also have a white truffle olive oil and it's literally just two ingredients in my oils extra virgin olive oil and whatever the flavor um is so all my uh ingredients list is going to be very easy for you to read you're not going to have to go to google to figure out what something is yes and i like that because people will if they have to go to google to find out what's inside some of the products it's going to discourage them from buying it depending on what their personality type is and i love whenever you held up the um, garlic infused olive oil i could see some of the garlic at the bottom of the oil and then with the white truffle what is there something um at the bottom of that oil as well no it's nothing at the bottom of the white truffle oil um, but this oil is so flavorful. I actually made some white truffle mac and cheese for Easter and it was absolutely 
um, delicious. It took me, a lot of people have been asking for like hot sauces. I know people are asking me for barbecue sauces, um, which that will come in time. It took me months to get the quality that I want and, you know, working with people overseas, the, the language barrier and things like that. But I'm really happy with those products right now is on pre-order. The official launch is my birthday, May 1st. And I'm, I'm really excited for where Flawless Flavor is headed. Amazing. And now let's jump into the teas because you have teas and they, um, I checked out your website and they look like they're the loose, the loose leaf teas. So for those who like to put them in tea bags, do you sell any tea bags to go with the loose, loose leaf teas? And then what are your tea flavors? Um, I don't sell any tea bags. I sell like a tea infuser to put the loose leaf teas in. However, that is something I'm going to um, invest in getting tea bags. I just want to make sure they're like the unbleached, you know, the healthy kind of tea bags, because there is a difference in tea bags too. Um, some of those tea bags have chemicals and colorings that can affect your health. So um, I have been um, struggling to find that in wholesale, you know, in bulk, but that, that's something I want to add as a freebie with my teas in the upcoming future. So hopefully by the summer, that will be added. Um, right now, I believe I have six teas. I have a flawless love tea, which is like a strawberry and hibiscus, and that helps with your anxiety um, and depression. Drink a cup of that tea. It definitely helps whatever you have going on that day. That's actually what I'm drinking right now. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I have a flawless zing tea, which is like a take on the the zinger tea from celestial i think that tea brand oh yeah I used, to, I used to like that tea so i put my own little spin on that and i have like orange peel in there i have hibiscus um i think i have peppermint it's so much ingredients i can't remember off the top of my head um but one thing i love about the flawless love and zing tea is like now in the summer months you can brew those and drink those cold as well so like, you know, brew it with the hot water, let it cool down. And if you're going to use, I usually use honey. Some people, you can use stevia, monk fruit sweetener, cane sugar, brown sugar to sweeten. Um, I have that. Then I have a flawless detox tea, which is just to promote like gut health and to keep you regular. Um, that's like one of my number one sellers, as well as my flawless immunity tea, which helps, um, with overall health and the cold and flu season, they have like turmeric, ginger, and things like that in there. I have a flawless dreams tea, which is going to give you an impeccable night's sleep. And I have a flawless sex tea, which is going to keep down there nice and moist and uh, increase the sensation that you feel down there during that time. Oh, wow. So you have a wide variety of teas. Um, so six teas, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be coming up with some tea bags in the near future. Have you um, thought about those cheese bags like that people use to put the um, teas in? It's like kind of like a cheese um, drawstring mesh bag. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I was looking at. I think I'm gonna go that route instead of the traditional tea bag because I feel like people at home you're not going to want to have to seal it you know what I mean you just want to drop the loose leaf tea in it and just be able to drop it in your cup exactly and I think if I'm not mistaken that some of those bags could actually be reusable but definitely um 
double check, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but I know there's this tea store here um, that's in some of the malls called Tiavana. I'm not sure if you're familiar of them. Yeah. But I like I like their teas because like they come in those big old canisters and they'll let you waft the teas and there's all types of different things in it. And then there's another tea company that someone told me about um, called the Cook Shop. So C-O-O-K-E and they're on Instagram and one of their teas they've had um, put the cannabis leaves in the teas or something like that but they have different products of the teas, but they were, um, and one has hibiscus in it. So I think that's also a popular thing to have in your teas, um, Katie, because I didn't know how many um, benefits you get from having the hibiscus leaves and et cetera. Yeah, so I have that in two of my teas, um, the Flawless Love and the Flawless Zing. Um, I love hibiscus, it's a nice flavor. Um, I feel, and I like the color that it gives teas to a nice little pretty reddish pinkish color when it's steep. So I love that. So when you're making your loose leaf teas, do you get all of the products and like um, dehydrate them or what's the process like? Um, so I buy the company that I use to send me each individual herb, they're getting the herbs from the country in which some herbs originate from, um, like the turmeric, you know, um, a lot, a good grade of that comes from like India. So that's where my turmeric is coming from. So I get each herb individually. Um, it's already um, dried for me, which is perfect because it matches the food safety protocols. Um, in regards to like commercial kitchen, in regards to, you know, drying that out. So it was already dried for me. All I have to do is just come up with my creations. And what I like about teas is hard to really, it's a little bit more easier to create than seasonings. Um, Cause you know, in a season, a little bit of one thing can have it taste really bad, but in teas, it usually all just balance out. So I have the same type of, um, what you want to call it, not like model, but process. Um, I will write down what ingredients I want to add to the tea, write down what measurements. So usually say if I start off with a half a cup of hibiscus, a cup of this, I write down what I put in that batch and I taste it. And I even have my kids taste it. So every tea that I have besides the flawless sex tea, <laughs> every tea that I have, my kids have taste. And if they don't like it, then I go back to the drawing board because Teas are not only for adults. Kids can be drinking tea too. Like my kids drink my flawless immunity tea every day. So they barely get sick. Um, so yeah, I make sure I like it. My husband like it. My kids like it. And then I send it out to a few friends. Um, now, in the beginning, I would just send it out to a few friends or family members. Now that my customer base is growing, um, my repeat buyers that I know love my brand, I send them things and be like, hey, I put a free sample in with their order or if they didn't order and I just need feedback, I just send them a free sample. Like, hey, I'm sending you a free sample. I would love your honest feedback before I launch. Oh, and that's always good to see um, what they're gravitating to. So, you know, okay, I need to make X number of batches of this and then just taper off on this. Have you thought about like doing any flavored coffee beans for the coffee lovers out there? I have thought about doing coffee and coffee is a world of its own because people always think like, uh, if you're a tea drinker, you can't like coffee. I like both, 
I would just prefer to start my morning with tea first and then have coffee after. Or if I don't have tea in the morning, I drink my coffee. I'm ending my night with tea. Um, there's a lot in with coffee and also the cost to get coffee off the ground and running. It is costly. That's something I looked into in regards to, because I feel like everybody is into the, like the Nespresso and Keurig machine. So instead of doing the bags, I would want to lean towards that. And to get that, um, basically get the coffee private label put in that and sealed for me um, at a commercial space is thousands of dollars. That's something I, I see myself launching in the near future as Lawless Flavor grows. Um, at this time, that's not nothing I can invest in, being that my main priority is my seasonings and teas, which I can create myself and don't have to use another company to package it for me. Awesome. And thank you for sharing that. And then before we jump into the rapid fire game, can you share the price points for the teas and then share the um, price <laughs> points for the seasonings, just so the listeners yeah. and viewers know? Yes. So my teas start at $9.99 to $11.99, if I'm not mistaken. And um, each container of tea can make 30 plus cups of tea. Um, so yeah, that's really good. Um, my seasonings are four ounce seasonings and they are $11.99. However, a little goes a long way. So you will not use my seasonings in the same way you use the store-bought seasonings. Um, you will put too much and it's gonna taste like something is off. Um, because it doesn't have any of those preservatives or anything like that, like I try to explain, once you open it and smell it, like you will understand what I'm saying. Like when I say a little goes a long way, um, I really mean that. My hot sauces price point is $9.99. My olive oils, the garlic is $14.99. White truffle is $19.99. Amazing. So listeners and viewers, very affordable. Um, all of KD's information will be shared um, at the end. So KD, let's hop into rapid fire. So question number one, dream car. Um, a Range Rover. Okay. Question number two, if you could go anywhere in the world and money was no option, where would it be? Maldives. Maldives. Okay. Question three, favorite movie. Baby boy. <laughs> Don't judge me. Jody. Jody. I love that movie. <laughs> Question four, favorite color? Purple. Purple, purple, right? It's really purple and pink, but from young, it's always been purple. Pink started as I got older, but purple and pink. Awesome. Five, since you are Caribbean and you're Jamaican, drop your favorite Jamaican line. Mm, ooh, this caught me off guard. Uh, I always say to my friends, yes, goody. <laughs> what is it? Yes, goody. That's like, um, like if you look nice, like my friends come out, look nice. I'd be like, yes, goody. Or the food tastes good. Or, you know, I, I can't explain it. But that's, that's the thing I say the most. That's what I'm known for. Like my friends, when they see me dressed up, they be like, yes, goody. So, yeah. <laughs> Six. First date with your husband. Where was it? 
Um, the Brooklyn Promenade in New York. Okay. Seven. If you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Don't care about what people say. Um, no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be someone that have something negative to say. And that took, that took some years for me to uh, understand. And that question kind of hit home. I try to instill that into my kids because I remember when I was young, you know, I always struggled with my weight. I was up and down, up and down. And I remember I lost weight and I got to like a size four, six. And people was like, oh my God, you're too skinny. And it was just like rumors that I was doing drugs. That's how I lost the weight, blah, blah, blah. I just cut out meat. That's what I had did at the time. But um, that really affected me. And, I, and at that moment, like my grandmother words came to me. It's just like, love you and be happy with you. Because that moment, I remember I was 14 years old. I said, wow, when I'm bigger, people complain and said I was fat. I lost weight, got skinny, and now people saying I'm too skinny. And my model was like, F people from there on. I'm going to do what I want to do and be happy with what I want to do. And that's how I just live my life now. Your opinion doesn't matter. Okay. Eight. Ooh, okay. Here's a good one. So if you were in the car and nobody was in the car, what would you be jamming to? Anything Beyonce. I love her. I am a stand, beehive all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nine, favorite quote. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Okay, and then 10, you could either pass or play. So if we play, I ask you one more question. If you pass, you can ask me one question you would like to know about me. Genesis, the host with the mostest. Pass past okay what's your question what made you start your podcast I started it as a way to commemorate my dad's um, legacy my dad passed in November of 2020 due to medical negligence and I was hands down a daddy girl and just helping me get over the grief journey the easiest way I found um, to cope was just talking into the mic because I got tired of people telling me, oh, the Lord give it, then the Lord take it away. Or, baby, he's in a better place. Or, I know how you feel. And I'm like, you can't possibly know how I feel because you have both of your parents living. Now, come to me when you lose a parent and then we could talk. Or just different cliche things. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk into my phone and it's just going to be me, my phone. And Jesus is going to be riding with me. Oh, my condolences to your dad. And yeah, I think sometimes people just don't know what to say when such a tragic loss happened that they go back to the traditional or safe things to say, but don't realize how much that can honestly make the person feel worse. Exactly. And thank you so much for your condolences. Now let's jump into the call to action. So Katie, what is your call to action for the listeners and viewers that heard all about Flawless Flavor LLC? Do you got Flawless? If you don't, we make healthy tastes good. Shop now by clicking the link down below that Miss Genesis is going to have at www.flawlessflavor.net and 
follow me on Instagram, flawlessflavor underscore. I share recipes. I respond to all my DMs. I respond to all my comments. Let's be friends. And there you have it, y'all. You heard KD, K Danielle Smith. For those of you interested and nosy, what does the KD stand for? All of her contact information will be in the show notes. So definitely tap in and plug in with her. Go get some of her seasons. I will definitely be leaving a review whenever I get my lemon pepper season. <laughs> and I want to encourage y'all to subscribe and share this segment we're on 40 plus platforms connect with us for video content at youtube by hitting at gems with genesis amaris kemp and lastly but not least we are currently looking for brand sponsors space is limited so head on over to genesisamariskemp.net to find out more information and we are currently ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. So definitely tap in with me so you can have your product, your services, and your brand heard somewhere that is in the top 3% globally. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one and go get some seasoning. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.